This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to share with you a starter's guide for fiction writers trying to establish a social media presence, part two. Today, I'm going to address the website and blog. Dun, dun, dun. Last week, I shared my descent into social media and my guiding philosophies for interacting with others on the internet. Now I'm going to break down the particulars of each social medium, at least on a journeyman level. I wouldn't call myself an expert, but I've been doing this for a little bit and I've learned a few things along the way. First, your author website. Your website can stand alone or it can also be your blog. But even if you don't care to blog, having a landing page with your name and links to any books you might be selling can be useful and helpful when people try to Google you. You'd like to be on that first page of search results. So where do you get a website? Well, first, for those unfamiliar, a domain name, i.e www.amazingwriter.com doesn't come with much other than the address. It's like buying a plot of land. You have an address, but you still need to build the house. You still need to create a website and find a host for it. A host is a place where you can save the files that make up your website and the host lets the internet know where they are so people can find you. So if you can afford it at all, I suggest that you buy a domain name. Suggestions are your name, like morganhazelwood.com, or a motto, or some sort of tagline you use for yourself. I would caution against using book titles. Publishers often change these, and you're not planning on being a one-hit wonder, are you? So. In my day job, I'm a software engineer and I've made websites, but when I come home and have time to spend on my writing, I don't want to be fiddling with a website. And that's why I suggest using one of the online website tools. I personally use WordPress, but I've heard great things about Blogger and Wix. So. Even if you're not blogging, you can use these to generate your website. Um, there's also Tumblr, but that's a different style of social media, so I'll cover that next time. Personally, I use WordPress, the free edition. You can back it up regularly. Personally, I choose a clean theme that doesn't have too many bells or whistles because remember, you are your main product. You want people to buy your books when you publish because they like you and they like the way you write when you aren't just trying to make money off them. So once you've gotten this domain name and you've decided who you're going with, you're going to fill out some information and step one, you design or pick a layout. More graphical or fancy layouts are typically more for photographers or social media gurus. This is, again, about your writing. Let your writing do the talking, not all the fancy gimmicks. Step two, what's a website with a nothing on it? Let's create some pages. A few pages you should probably start with are a contact page with your email and maybe even a contact form. 
an about page with your biography. Profiles with pictures do the best. So make sure to have a writer picture of you here and make sure it's the same picture you're using for you on all your social medias. Remember, you are your brand, so you want consistency. Um, a third thing is a page to share the links to your writing. Whether it be online or in stores, you want people to be able to find how to get your writing easy. Don't make them work for it. So once you have the website, if you've decided to blog, it's time to talk about the blogging side. If you're going to blog, you should pick a style of blogging and try to stay consistent. You can choose a theme and it doesn't have to be writing per se. Some blog themes I've seen are writing tips. You might have noticed short stories. Note, if you publish a short story on your website, it still counts as first publication. If you want to sell the short story, this is probably going to make it hard. If you do want to share it online, if it's behind a password protected site, um, Patreon might count, I'm not sure. Then you can usually share it at least limit, li limitedly. So hobbies, you can blog about your hobbies. Do you run, curl, woodwork, sing, belly dance, travel? You're a writer. If you want a following, you should be able to make any hobby sound interesting, even to non-hobbyists. Book reviews. I've seen plenty of writers do book reviews. Now, this can get tricksy as a writer because as a general note, it's best to share reviews only for books you loved and leave the criticism for readers and people who can't be mobbed with one-star ratings by resentful fans in five years because they remembered your name and have a vendetta against you. Just be safe when you're out there reviewing. Are you writing historical fiction? Share your research. If you found it interesting, somebody else probably will too. And of course, this is the internet, pets. People love pet pictures and pet stories. Now note, you can mix and match all of these, but it's best if you set up a schedule and manage your reader's expectations. Say, writer tips on Monday, hobby updates on Wednesday, and cute puppy pictures on Friday. Which leads us into blogging frequency. As recommended by Ann Allen, slow blogging is better than fine. Your blog is here to support your writing, not the other way around. If you do short to medium posts, once a week is plenty. If you do long, heavily researched posts, once every two to six weeks is perfectly acceptable. Now, you can post more frequently than that. I personally wouldn't do more than three posts a week unless they're short or relinks. Um, simply because you don't want to unindate your followers with too much. Images. A blog post should always have an image associated with it, preferably more than one. Maybe you're setting a featured image. Um, it's a thing in WordPress that just 
has it pop up. So when you share the link, that's the image that goes alongside your, your post. Um, you can also set a default image for your web website that will get displayed when people search and it pops up in Google or when you share links to your blog that don't have images associated with them. Many bloggers like to include GIFs or GIFs on their blog and WordPress now has a library of common use images you can use to spice up your post. I personally like to create my own images, but sometimes I don't have the time to make them look the way I need, or I don't have images that work for that post. So I've experimented with all of these really. Sometimes I struggle to find images that look good in all three layouts, the three being computer, tablet, and phone, because they resize and clip images as needed, and that can distort the image poorly. For me, images are kind of a work in progress. So you've written your post, you've picked your theme, you've given it an image, now you gotta share it. Most of my views come from Facebook. Some come from Twitter and WordPress Reader, and for one page on blog post on beta readers, search results, but Sharing my posts is pretty key for me to get traffic to my blog. You're gonna need to come up with a quippy tagline for your post that's honest, engaging, and less than 280 characters long. Oh, and especially on Twitter, you're gonna need some hashtags. That's not much, right? Personally, I struggle to find the right balance between engaging and sounding like lame clickbait. I usually use the Twitter tags that I use the most that are relevant to the topic. If you go on Twitter, you can type in a hashtag that sounds reasonable and on topic and see the hover text that'll let you know how many other people have used that hashtag. Sometimes it's 250 people use this hashtag in the last hour or day. And sometimes it's 25 people have used this hashtag period. And you can share your link more than once. I know it feels super uncomfortable selling yourself and spamming your friends and followers. If it makes you feel any better, only like 10% of your Facebook feed even sees your links. Um, I share in a couple writer themed groups according to their rules. I share when it goes up and again around 5, 5.30 on Twitter when people are commuting and maybe checking their feed again. Social gurus say that you should tweet like six times a day, but I don't feel like spamming my feed that much. I try to mix in the check out my blog post with interesting tidbits and updates about my life. I usually reshare my post from the previous week on Monday on Twitter on Hashtag Monday blogs. I'll go into more hashtags next week. So how do you find followers for your blog? Resharing your blog on your personal pre-existing social media is a great way to get started. Be excited, be personable. Don't make us feel like you're selling Tupperware. But honestly, the best way to get followers without spending money and without somehow magically going viral is to follow other bloggers and add quality comments to their posts. 
The bloggers will see you and the commenters will see you. Be kind and contribute a thought or suggestion, if appropriate, that adds to the conversation at hand. And just have your profile that links back to your website up there. Letting others reshare your blog is a great way to get more readers. Letting others repost your blog on their site is a little trickier, but can have good value if they link back. But vet them first. Check out their blog and realize that being posted on their blog is an implicit approval of what they post. There are a number of things you should assess. Quality of posts, frequency of posts, ad usage both on the site and otherwise, like in feeds and stuff, and post topics. Do you fit in with the people you're on the list with? I know that's a lot to think about, but that's it. Now you know what's expected of a writer and or a writer blogger. Get a domain, pick a theme and schedule and keep to it. Use images and share your posts on social media. It's a little overwhelming, but I'm sure you'll get the hang of it. If you already have a website or blog, what am I missing? What challenges have you run into? For the rest of you, good luck, and I'll see you next week for part three.